Hello. <laughs> okay, they're they're all leaving me. <laughs> okay, cool. For the audio listeners, the rest of the hosts have just immediately left. Should I do the same? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's okay. You stay there. <laughs> I deserve this. I deserve this. <laughs> uh, welcome to episode nine of Zero Strategy. Thank you for joining us. I hope you're doing well today. Um, <laughs> we are be, we've been doing good with back-to-back episodes. I'm proud of us. Um, we've got a lot to talk about this week. Uh, we've got a couple of good topics. Uh, but as always, uh, I am joined by some of my fellow hosts here, uh, Polar. Hey. <laughs> we're um, we we talked about this. We discussed this, Polar, for goodness sake. <laughs> Uh, we've worked on this it's called hello and you say it politely <laughs> uh we have got right back, the right mighty back. kibbles hello and i'm saying it politely thank you we have got <laughs> sure, just grog hello hello and we politely. have fuck fuck <laughs> we have the cyber project as well hello so, uh we're also joined by our special guest today jimbo What's up, Jim? Well, hello there. Hello, hello, hello. So uh, we'll start off the same way we start off every week, which is a brief catch up with everybody. Uh, and then we will get to know Jimbo a little bit more. And then we'll get into a couple of topics for the day. So uh, we're going to go in the same. No, we're going to go backwards order. Cyber, what have you been up to this past week? Valorant, Valorant, Valorant. I love that game. Absolutely <laughs> love it. I've been spending my quarantine life trying to get healthy, drinking pretty much smoothies every day, and then just playing games. If you haven't played Valorant, do it. It is so much fun. Gotta get a, a drop first. Exclamation point drop. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Uh, Grog, what have you been up to? I've been playing a lot of Warzone. Mm-hmm. A lot of Warzone. It's very, very good. I like it very, very much. I think I've heard Kibble say, <laughs> like more times. <laughs> <laughs> More times this week than I have heard anyone say that in my entire life. That's very good. Excellent. It's the blood pumping. Kibbles, what about yourself? Kinky. A lot of Warzone. <laughs> Same story. I've Just seen you guys zone. absolutely grind in Warzone. Yup. Yeah. Uh, uh, yee yee. Yee yee. All right. You played good. anything else? Oh, Warzone? Uh. <laughs> I played, yeah. I played a few hours of Persona 5 Royal. I was super excited for that to come out, and then I got real hooked in Warzone, and it hasn't been anything else. <laughs> oh, Lauren and I played Overcooked, and we're still married. Oh, excellent. So, <laughs> I'm glad to that's, hear. That's, that's pretty good. That's big. Rachel and I were only able to get through 30 minutes of that. <laughs> GG's. GG's. All right, and Polar, what have you been up to, man? Uh, the exact opposite is Cyber, um, because Valorant's garbage. Ooh, um, that's a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just don't get it, and it's dumb, and it's stupid. Um, Is it because you bad at it? <laughs> uh, he's taking the, oh, I want to be healthy. I'm drinking smoothies and shit. Well, I'm doing the exact opposite, Cyber. I am stuffing my face full of fried burritos. Um, I would say booze, but honestly, there's no more in the house. <laughs> the continent. Pol- Polar, the I have to ask you. Started. I mean, they, they, they come and go. Um, why why would you say something so brave yet so controversial? Oh, I have to know. Or the yeah. booze. 
I have a problem. Is that brave? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly it's on. honest, at least. <laughs> uh, I've been much the same. I've been kind of jumping between. I did a lot of Warzone uh, and a lot of Valorant too, and I'm having a lot of fun with both games. So I'm bad at both games, so I need carried. That's what you gentlemen are here for. So but it's a good time. I'm enjoying both games. Um, so Jimbo, want to kind of get Hello. to know you a little bit. Do you want to tell us about where you started on twitch or youtube or wherever and kind of what you do on your channel give us the the elevator pitch if you will so uh twitch wise i started in like way back in 2014 but it was only like a couple of streams here and there yeah the when i didn't really have the pc to start uh back then um and then 2017 uh, i know from it being the 8th of november uh, 2017 because i played battlefront for battlefront 2 for like <laughs> a month and a half and had to dodge everyone just being like my transactions is such a bad game i'm like the gameplay was great but side project uh and then i played a lot of destiny uh and i'm now trying to um transition into full variety uh content but with youtube youtube i started back in 2008 um i did a few uh like videos here and there and then i started my it's jimbo channel in 20 i want to say 2012 and then i used to do fifa videos so like every okay. year that the new season would come out and uh because i live in birmingham i would be the only person on youtube that would pump out birmingham city um career mode videos and that's where i kind of got my start on that that's where a majority of my subscribers are on, on YouTube. But yeah, just gaming stuff and all that jazz. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> that kind of leads us into the first topic of today, um, which is going to be around the topic of variety streaming, um, which I think all of us do a little touch of, but I kind of want to dive a bit more into it because I know, like you mentioned, it's something that you're sort of doing at, at the time, like currently. Um so would you say because we met through destiny i believe originally right uh yes i think i met you through addy yeah that probably sounds about right um yeah. and that's so like because obviously the destiny community we all sort of roughly know each other in some way shape or form um but were you main destiny at that point was that your only game or was that um, like on the side so i remember i played battle for the first couple of months i played battlefront uh, then I did Curse of Osiris. Ooh, yikes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, <laughs> then I did a bit of Overwatch and something else. I think I did Fortnite at the time. Maybe Fortnite uh, was who did who did up. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then from uh, middle of Warmind, I played Destiny like nonstop until uh, Drifter. Okay, yeah. Drifter came out and then jumped back in opulent played a crap ton for shadow keep uh and then kind of started to get a bit and not annoyed but i suppose dis disenhearted by season of dawn and then we are where we are with destiny right now yeah uh, there's a lot that could be said but I'll... Shit show. I'll say that shit <laughs> <laughs> definitely needs some work all right so I guess my kind of question is like with that being so heavily focused on Destiny, which is something that I can relate to uh, being mainly a Destiny sort of 
channel with terms of content and things um <clears throat> what was kind of your strategy what did you do when you decided okay i'm gonna sort of transition to variety um what was your plan going into that how did you kind of approach that i suppose it was one needing a new challenge and motivation because there's no like when you sign on every day you have like a goal like you guys have got trials on a weekend mm -hmm. so like that saturday to friday to monday was like let's go um and and you know get into like whatever we're doing for that weekend but as a pve player there's not really much to do so i was kind of like i really enjoy other games apart from destiny i really i just don't have time to play them by always keeping up with the games industry and then the plan was that find games and just keep up to date per se with newer releases the ones that i'm hyped for so obviously i play a beat uh i kind of been kind of soft getting into franchise runs franchise runs are great places to start um for example ori and the blind forest played that and then i knew that will of the wisps was coming out so then mm. jumped into that then we have doom and then doom eternal um and it's just i'm, I'm interested in a lot of games I'm, I'm all i have loads of different interests so it's just making sure you have like a consistent through line because sometimes it's like oh i want to play that today i want to play that today i want to play that today rather than it just being okay today we're going to get through doom and then when we've got through doom we can jump onto something else then the viewers can kind of they they get a bit of a schedule they know what to expect and that's what goes through my head um the transition is more of just how games feel i would say like mm. for example ori is quite a bit different to doom <laughs> in the sense of one is about a nice little sprightly character and the other one is about ripping and tearing demons hearts out so it's all about <laughs> it's all about trying to figure out what the um what what the uh best games are for you and then i kind of relate a couple of things as well so a couple of through lines i would say for, for all of the variety games is potentially 100 percent in the game and playing on the hardest difficulty or somewhat the hardest hardest difficulty so i've beaten both auris on the hardest I beat, uh, I'd already beaten Doom on the hardest before, but I just wanted to get through it to Doom Eternal. And then I just beat a Nightmare, which... <clears throat> oh. I've heard that's, oh. yeah, no easy yeah. task. <laughs> it's, uh, there's an enemy in it called a Marauder, and he, like, all the other uh, enemies in the game are great. But this enemy, you have to be within a certain range um, for it to do an attack that you can counter. If you're too close, he'll shotgun you. If you're too far away, he'll throw projectiles at you the spacing's mixed up in certain scenarios. So it just ends up being spammy and he'll just throw out loads of projectiles at you and you're like, oh, okay, I'm dead. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's pretty much the only issue. But Doom Eternal was, was pretty fun. Uh, yeah, that's kind of like my two cents in it. Jimbo, do you, do you ever go so far as to like schedule out a month's worth of content in advance? Or is it, are you just thinking more of the, I have this chunk of material that I want to tackle. After that, I have an idea of like, oh, well, I'm going to do Doom and then Doom Eternal. But then, like, when it's done, you have a sense of, like, well, I know what I'm doing on Tuesday. I also know what I'm doing Friday. Or is it, like, just a little more, like, well, I, when I'm done, I'll just kind of shift onto the next thing I'm, I'm kind of itching to play? Or do you have, like, how uh, granular is the detail? So I have, uh, I plan out the month, but I plan out the month of, like, uh, imagine checkpoints, right? 
So yeah. I just posted. I don't know whether I, I could post this in the, the thing because I don't even be able to see it. But I literally did this last month, uh, and then I did. Uh, I don't know if you can bring them up on screen or not. But basically, I have my checkpoints. So Doom, I started on March thirtieth, uh. and I was going to complete it earlier in the month, but I then got <clears throat> ill, so I've had to self isolate for seven days and all that jazz that we. We'll keep off topic anyway, <laughs> but then I've managed to like catch up with uh Doom. And then if you see where I have, I've got community games or games that are kind of like stop gaps. So instead of being like, well, I have to beat Doom today or I have to beat this today, I can be like, well, I played a game for myself, tried to make some entertaining content off of it. Let's play with the community and see what my guys want to play. So Sea of Thieves, uh, I'm looking at State of Decay, games that. I enjoy that also don't have a stupid amount of uh, memory on my hard drive, i.e. Warzone. That's why I'm not playing it. <laughs> it's like 150 gigs, and I'm only going to play it like three times. Yeah. So it takes not... you like two weeks to download it. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's why like Valorant is great. Um, sea of Thieves is great. Um, what <clears> other <throat> games is there? There's all oh, Moving Out is, is coming out pretty soon. Oh, I saw that. Um, which is... Yeah. Which is like overcooked, but you're moving. You basically movers instead. Which is pretty cool. Grog, I thought that we could play together and see if our friendship survives. You know, I'd, um, I'd, yeah. I'd be down to try that. <laughs> I don't know if it's. I think it's four players, like same as overcooked. Right. Uh, but yeah, always keeping on top of things and making sure that you know what's coming out in the next month, um, because Steam has updates that will uh, have games. For example, Minecraft Dungeons got delayed. That was going to be coming out later on this month. Um, and that got pushed back to end of May. So yeah. it's kind of good to have those games. Like I've also got a backlog of games that I'm pull I'm ready to pull out. Uh, I've got De Dark Souls 3 that I'll probably play through. Subnautica. Um Yeah, I've just got like a long like a lot of long list, but just games I want to go back mm -hmm. to. Um if I if it's a bit because you know like the <laughs> August month. Like July and August tends to take a downturn um, with games, I should say. Yeah, for sure. Okay, I have a couple more questions uh, kind of around that. First of all, when you did make that move to more variety content, how did you find like your audience react to that? Were your community really supportive about that? Did they want to see specific things? How did that work? Um, my community are generally very supportive. There's always going to be... I, I, you always have to prepare yourself for uh, viewer loss or whatever. That, not viewer loss, but I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. Like yeah, movie tension goes down a little bit because everyone's been so used to me playing Destiny. But if they're not seeing me play Destiny and enjoy myself, I've had a blast the the past month of uh, doing loads of different games. And the same people will always stick by you. And I've, I've made sure I keep them in the loop. Like I'm always updating them on what I'm doing this week or I'm always updating them on Twitter or what I'm doing in uh, in Discord. I'm always going, okay, this is what I've got planned, guys. And then they can give me shit for it if I don't do it. Like, for example, <laughs> I decided to do uh, a bit of Sea of Thieves when I was like in the middle of um, uh, Doom, uh, the, the uh, Doom Eternal. And one of my mods, Fotus, um, was just like, Ree, why are you not playing Doom, Ree? And I was just like, because I want to play Sea of Thieves today. Um, but yeah, that's that's it's all about making sure they're prepared. 
for any form of change because yeah. I know that firsthand being autistic. Um, dealing with change is quite hard uh, sometimes or drastic change. Hmm. So I've always learned that from my own thing is make sure people are prepared. People know what's happening. It's like a TV show. People are going to be like, oh, this week, Brian is going to die on Family Guy. So when it happens, they're like, <laughs> oh, we totally didn't know that was going to happen, but it's still cool anyway, right? Yeah. Um, that's that's just what I did, and I make sure that they're always supportive. They're making clips, and it gives. it's actually been more engaging um, to get people in rather than me just being deadpan bored playing destiny right sure, yeah. um i i still have a lot of love for destiny i'll still play it on stream it's like one of my favorite games of all time but it's just like hey why don't you come and play with me like a uh, praxic hunter i played yesterday with him we played sea of thieves um i got people in for obviously we played valorant uh the other day mm -hmm. um me and a couple of players a couple of people in my stream um and yeah, just it's just getting people involved because that's probably what the best thing is. Yeah, Sorry so, if I talk too much or rant too much. But <laughs> no, 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 you're oh, good. No, you're good, dude. So it sounds like obviously the, the, the main thing for you was keeping your community uh, up to date with what was happening. Uh, you mentioned obviously that, you know, you kind of have a plan of a list of games sort of that you want to go through. So your strategy to that, <clears throat> I'm assuming, is maybe just like a weekly post in your Discord or on your Twitter to say, can I here's the weekly plan so people know what to expect. Um, I think that's a really solid idea as well, um, and it's <clears throat> something I wish I was better at doing. But I'm so like hot and cold with what I'm doing on each particular day um, that it doesn't necessarily. Like, I, I, I to, know I couldn't keep up with that. If you know what I mean. <laughs> I tend to be because my mind is always busy. Um, I like to be doing things like even if it's before or after stream. So like before stream, I'm like editing a video or making extra content to then upload it so i've got it like a few days in advance and then i've like got videos scheduled and then when i go live i'm obviously engaged with the stream and then when i finish stream i'm doing all my thumbnails making sure people are updated going into streams tweeting out like do you hear that it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's all me just kind of do you like, have no pet open my mind <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I oh, guess... Screw you guys, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, the only other thing I wanted to kind of ask for you specifically is, like, I know you've got a couple of, like, series that you post on YouTube. And, like, mm -hmm. <clears throat> certainly recently I've seen, like, huge uptick in, like, the amount of content that you're putting out to YouTube. Like, there's mm -hmm. way more videos getting, getting you know, uploaded there. Um, and you've got series, like, you had the Why We Game series, right? Mm -hmm. Which, if I'm not wrong, it's content that you're recording live on your stream and then repurposing that for youtube is that right pretty much all of the content that i do apart from and the newest video that i'm bringing out uh and maybe the sea of thieves stuff which i kind of like did some subtitling stuff on okay. i uploaded that when i was like half dead on saturday <laughs> so. well see that's that's another thing that i do as well is that repurposing the content is huge when you can do it and just trying to put it in a format that works for youtube is something i think that you're i've noticed there's something you're good at with the the little shows like the the indie spotlight right which is there's a couple of games i've never heard of that i've watched your videos and been like okay mm -hmm. this is cool how do you kind of pick those games for like the indie spotlight is it just literally okay this looks interesting i've not heard of it are you kind of going for new games that are coming out what's your uh, strategy so 
the way that I uh, like categorize, uh, categorize games <laughs> is new release or new release like hype, community games, and then indies, indie spotlights or backlog. So with indies, uh, I follow a couple of channels on one on YouTube called Get Indie Gaming, and he will post like either weekly videos or monthly videos, like what's coming out for the month of April, what's coming out for the month of May, what are you most excited for, games you missed out on. Uh, I'm also signed up to three sites. One is Keymailer, uh, the other one is Terminals, and there's another one called Arsenal.gg. Uh, and Keymailer, basically, you put your, um, your channel in, um, all your credentials, YouTube, uh, Twitch, Twitter, etc., and then you, they have like lists of uh, of the games that are coming out, and you can request keys, and then you can buy, you can get them. Just developers will send you um, a key, uh, and you can get into them. And then it's also from watching those YouTube videos. That's how I watch, um, or I'm able to get like a game. So uh, Rhythm of the Gods, which was like a a, a dancing i'd say it's like a a rhythm based dancing hack and slash game yeah right which like imagine guitar hero but with like hack and slash right so you have like a rhythm and you have to do like the different things on it uh hyper parasite i got uh, a key for them and then i follow the devs on twitter um and those are the, the, the types of shows but to like kind of bring it back to the the content that i put out so any game series that I'm playing, I will try and record the footage and then cut it down to like good moments. So Doom has got a lot of easy moments to kind of cut down because there's Slayer challenges where you're in an arena and you have to fight a bunch of enemies. So that's easy to go, especially when it's on Nightmare. That's easy to find because you can find the start point, end point. And usually they last about four to five minutes, depending on how good I am, right? Mm -hmm. And then I'll, what I'll do is if I start a, a point, but I die midway through, it takes me a couple of attempts. That's easy to just cut, out, cut that block out and then go to the actual attempt where I beat it. Right. Um, and then I just slap a couple of those together. And there you go. That's like the, the, the playthrough stuff. Because I didn't want to do what I did before with Ori, which is where I would record the entire playthrough and cut it into half an hour segments. That one takes a lot of time up for uh, my computer because it's rendering. So I don't tend to do anything while it's rendering. But it's also not fun to watch. It's tough as in like, it just like yeah. every couple of I minutes. I imagine it's probably hard to find like a, a natural break. If you film like a whole chunk of content, like you might have, you might like want to, cut it at a part where that feels natural and organic versus like oh i've reached my arbitrary 20 minute mark i'm cutting another now. good point as well with doom which is why it's great for content uh is when you beat a level on certain levels you go back to the fortress of doom fortress of doom is like a little hub <laughs> so okay. when i go back there i can stop the recording mess around in that area because i'm not i don't really like to give away the story too much uh, so people can kind of like, if they're really into it, they just want to see the gameplay of it to see what it's like. Um, there's good start stop points that I can uh, I can do. Um, also, the same with Ori as well. You could beat a, a, a guy. 
bit different when you're on Sea of Thieves because it's more of like a slow burn game. Yeah. Um, there's there's moments that are pretty good, but it's hard when it's like four hours and there's like not that many high intense moments. So so that's why I kind of haven't made much Sea of Thieves content. Um, but with the series stuff that you're talking about, um, I love games and I like talking about them and I like giving people experiences that they may not get to see. You used to yourself, Condi, you, you said that you haven't heard of the indie games. I haven't heard of them. So if I if I haven't heard of them and you haven't, why not just put them out and then people be like, oh, I like that type of game. Or if you're into like twin stick um, like shooters, like top down, Hyper Parasite's a perfect game. Uh, I got a key for Broomstick League, which is basically Quidditch. <laughs> um, so I'm going to try that out. Um, and then uh, the Why We Game stuff, usually it's more of a discussional, a discussional based thing that I haven't really thought of any topics for in uh, previous times. So I used to make it a lot about Destiny. Yeah. And then I've kind of transitioned away from it. Um, and then what are the ones? Oh, what the video that I'm bringing out on Tuesday is called Closing Thoughts. So a lot of times if you go online and you find a review of a game, it's usually they've played the game and they get like this in-depth review. The graphics are like, hey, like nine out of 10, Bungie. No, Bungie's game is amazing, IGN. Yeah. You don't really care about it because it's IGN. <laughs> but um, the way I will do it is, Closing thoughts. Talk about my experiences, positives, negatives, and would I per would I recommend somebody buy it? Because that's the biggest question a lot of people will ask. It's like, should I get this? It's like, uh, I'd say maybe. Like for example, I've I'm going to be getting the new Resident Evil and playing that. I've heard and looking online that it's around six to eight hours long. So is that a valuable purchase for you? Yeah, um, that's like a full as $60 a, as, game too, right? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I would be like, my my big uh, philosophy that I've always stuck by is one, well, it's from an original $1 one hour, but more like one pound one hour. So the amount of money that you pay, theoretically, you should be able to get that amount of money back, like from experience. So yeah. if you pay £30 for a game, if you can get 30 hours out of it, then you've made your money. So by that math, Bungie owes me money. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people would agree with you on that one. I'm owed yeah. several thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but that it's just basically giving people little because uh, I think someone can't remember the the YouTuber that said it is people will come to a video either for one an entertainment purpose or they have a problem that they want the answer to mm. so that problem could be should i buy doom my answer is eh, if you like doom or <laughs> the more long-form thoughts um and uh yeah that's just that's all the the content that i try and uh, do lots of different ideas yeah uh, and now i've got a green screen i can kind of do the things that i want to without them uh, it feels a bit more engaging, yeah. um, which is something that I'm really happy about. For sure. I think the one of the strengths with the indie stuff as well, if you're looking at it purely from like a business or numbers standpoint, is like if you can be the first person on a game, 
and that game happens to just blow up you're already there on the ground floor you're not getting in late you know all it would take is for one of these games to just suddenly become huge and that video could just blow up right so getting as much content i was sort of casting the the net wide as it were um you know can be a very very good strategy and you know if it's content that you're interested in i mean as a streamer i'm sure we all get asked oh should i buy this is i hate that question because i never know what to say it's always just like well mm -hmm. i like it but you might not so that's about it <laughs> like i really have no further kind of review like i'm just not good at reviewing things or putting my thoughts out there um so like obviously we talked like with the switch to sort of more variety you kind of it seems like you've had it pretty well planned out you keep your your audience your community updated um what about anyone else that does kind of i, I know kibbles does quite a lot of variety stuff jumps around do you have a strategy in terms of that you're smiling like you don't but I... <laughs> 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 what's your kind of uh, strategy well i had a strategy and I was, I was gonna i was gonna go with the solid thing of i'm gonna do this game this day and this game that day and then i started playing warzone and that's been the last two weeks and all my other plans went away. I played Overwatch, I think, one or two times since then. Yeah, I've seen you go live in Overwatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything else has been Warzone because it's like, oh, yeah, I'll do uh, Minecraft on Thursday. I'm like, I want to play some Warzone. Cause like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just get that one game in your head. And um, I get it. It's much the same for me. Um, yeah. But then again, for you, I know like you, what I've noticed with your channel is it's like you do a block of a game until you're kind of done with that and then move on to something else. Yep. Um, which and I think is a, get a good relentlessly way bullied by chat saying I don't finish games. So I finished like six <laughs> out of 30 games. That's so. not great. That's a good ratio. <laughs> <laughs> it's six games I'll that you weren't that completed before. <laughs> Persona 5 was like 140 hours. However, should we, I mean, given the topic at hand, should we not be applauding his variety? I guess yeah. so. I guess yeah. so. Yeah. I don't think I've ever played 30 games. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Destiny, that's it. Um, Can you count all the expansions individually for Destiny? True. true. <laughs> yeah, one day I play Crucible, then the next day I play slightly different Crucible. I don't know. Um, variety! <laughs> variety. I suppose it sounds like what you're what you variety in like you could be a variety pvp player like yourself condi and then you play death stranding out of nowhere but yeah know, but that's what i mean you've got like your valorant your Warzone, uh crucible comp or, or uh, 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 uh trials that's say, mm -hmm. and that's probably the same with with you uh, uh grog and polo i've seen you guys on those games as well um and then there's obviously like me that's more i'm about every single game but i'll there's certain games that i kind of gravitate towards that my friends play mm. i suppose um so i suppose but the word variety is just kind of it's changed a lot from when i remember someone saying they were a variety streamer back in like the early days of twitch that's my thoughts as well because the the kind of the the what's the it's like an unwritten rule i guess that everyone always does well, is it unwritten if everyone talks about it? I don't know. Either way, it's like the the <laughs> overarching Still thing unwritten. is unspoken. that... Well, but it is spoken about, so I think I'm yeah, honestly not written, just... so the unwritten... Yeah, I'm just talking rubbish. Ignore me, but I guess what, what everyone kind of I'm always thought... I'm on your side, <laughs> Makes a change, Paul. That's all I'm saying. Stop pushing him away. The, the kind of overall thinking usually is that if you main one game, it is easier to grow. And there are absolutely streamers out there who will only stream one game. And there's people I know that will play other games off stream, but they stream just one game. 
that that is it because that's where their audience is that's what they've built up and you know it can be hard as we all know to switch on another game someday and nobody wants to watch that even if you think oh this is good content it's such a shock to your audience that are there to see a specific thing um personally i've never as much as i've always said well destiny is the main game i've never been able to have my attention held fully by that and to me i would rather not be sitting going oh i'm really enjoying valorant oh well it's stream time stop the fun let's load up my stream game and just play that because yeah. that's what stream expects i i can't do that and i spend so much time at my computer streaming and doing things that i want to be having fun um i mean like like you said obviously death stranding out of nowhere i had a blast on that game it took me what eight months to finish it right which i did finish it kibbles i did um but like i i'm also Thank gonna God be your mail doesn't take that long to deliver <laughs> i i'm also planning on actually doing dark souls this coming week I'm, i've never played a dark souls Ooh, game before which one the first one i've been told dark souls 3 that's what everyone's telling yeah, me yeah dark do. souls 3 is the best out of the trilogy i i beat dark souls 1 uh, a couple months ago but yeah it's it's yeah, definitely well, jump into I've, it. I've it, never it done a Dark Souls ass. game. It does kick your ass. Oh, it will. I've got a proposition. Sure. Every single time you die, you take a shot of rum. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, I stream again. <laughs> you know what, though? I'm expecting. I don't know why, but I just have this feeling that I might actually be super good and just go a zero death run. My first ever time <laughs> I playing don't know why. <laughs> You never know. <laughs> I could be the best one. Dark Souls player. I've just never tried it. If you want to watch someone to die, just go to like, an end screen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, guys. Oh. The, the 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 best inspiring thing to watch for uh, uh dark souls and like bloodburn and, and all those games is there's a streamer called happy hub and he did uh he's currently doing the god run 2.0 the first run he did was the god run which was uh it's called soulsborn so it's demon souls bloodborne dark souls one dark souls two dark souls three no hits the whole franchise Whoa. and at the moment he's doing soulsborn akira so he's doing demon souls bloodborne one two three dark souls and sakiro he is like it's super inspiring it makes you feel like you want to play dark souls and i've got sakiro in my back locker that i'd love to play at some point and also dark souls 3 um and yeah definitely jump into it I yeah i'm excited game. i could talk about them all day <laughs> i'm excited about it the the things that everyone else has always said is that like when you're a, a main game channel the plan is or what a lot of people strategize and say is that they go live with their main game for a couple hours and then switch over and finish their stream off with that it's never something i've been good at switching games midstream I, I don't know why i've just found it really hard to do that but i kind of guess i approach it as well as long as i've got two streams a week of destiny then i can kind of do whatever else i want on the other times and especially right now with lockdown and me being in the house all the time it's like well if i can just wake up in the morning and do a few hours of death stranding uh you know most of my audience might not even be there because they're used to me being live another time of day so i can take that extra little bonus time and put it into another game that i'm, I'm interested in um i think like we've, we've covered a lot of this well does anyone have any other thoughts on like variety and, and all that or do we want to jump on to the next topic well i think the only thing i want to throw in is just that i think it's it's despite the getting outside your comfort zone and for some people you know if they have a main game or they have like you know for a lot of us there's maybe a title or a franchise that is like our obsession um it can be a honey trap right because you think that 
you have fun with it. Your fans have fun with it. That's why they found you and you worry about like retention if you change. But the thing is, is that if you don't at some point start injecting other content in, all you have to do is wait for a bad run of the franchise. And then where are you? Like yeah. you could jump to the next big thing, but everyone's jumping to the next big thing. So that's going to be really difficult for you if you don't have a foot at least across territories in something else. And I think like Jimbo raises a really good point. Variety doesn't have to be, you know, I'm just playing a fuck ton of games. It's like you could play like I'm a battle royale guy. I'm a, you know, like a street fighter-y, like side scrolly kind of guy. Like you could you could pick a niche and just stick to that and still have enough that you could be known for, oh, I'm I'm the person that does like these you know, Bloodborne, Dark Soulsy, mm -hmm. you know, Sekiro kind of Not games. Not holding like, yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like you, and but you could still profile yourself, and I think that's a really good point. Um, so I, I I appreciate Jimbo mentioning that because it's like you can create an identity that doesn't have to be I'm gonna play everything, but still have this profile of oh he's that kind of streamer or she's that kind of streamer, you know? Yeah. No, I agree. 100%. My biggest inspirations is uh, Co Carnage mm. because he's one of the biggest faces on the platform, and he plays whatever he wants, whenever he wants. Well, did he always he play whatever he wanted? Uh, I think he started with. Um, I think he was doing an edited MMO way back when, like Twitch was just starting. And then he used to be an MMO variety streamer. Like, he used to jump between new MMOs um, and then jumped into, like, full-blown variety. Yeah. Um, and, and went from there. But uh, obviously, it's it's just... Uh, the, the goal, I think, for any variety streamer is to be able to load up the stream and just go, we're playing this today. And I suppose it's for everybody, really. You just you turn on the stream and people will be there no matter what you play. Exactly. Um, and that's 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 the end the end goal i suppose um yeah. but yeah that you made a really good point um grog about the the pigeon holding because i felt like i'd done mm. that and when you feel like you had done that it's very hard because uh, it especially happened when uh season of the drifter started because i was like do i want to be playing gambit for three months <laughs> mm. <laughs> not really uh and then i wasn't prepared when I when um, season of the drifter happened, and I took ended up taking a break from streaming because I wasn't prepared to. I was like, well, "What am I going to do? I I don't know what I'm going to play. Like, oh, it's hard to like figure out. Are people going to still going to watch me because of Destiny?" And I was just like, "Get back to it. Season of Opulence. Go from there. And then when the time comes, make sure you you prepped because that's the thing about playing one game. You end up having." so many games to catch up on that you want to play yeah and if they're relevant on twitch there's viewers there for you right yeah absolutely yeah i will hopefully anyone listening that's considering variety streaming or switching from a, a main game to variety or anything hopefully you got something out of that uh <laughs> i don't think any of us are, are there's no right or wrong way to do it um but there's just maybe some best practices to follow um there's a question in the live chat which i want to quickly get to before we move on to the topic as this comes from one of our moderators, uh, and the question is, any tips on holding chat while no one is there speaking? So, I mean, I'm going to throw it to Polar, because 
he's not been saying a whole bunch and i feel like he's gonna have i feel like he's gonna have a solid answer for this so you got any tips for what to do taking some notes for uh, some other stuff okay that was a blank sheet of paper i saw it (laughs) (laughs) grocery lists don't count (laughs) um no, that I read that question from Wolvie, and it's a it's a hard question because it's a, it's a hard answer for me because I mean I, I fall into that all the time all the time you know whether people are we in chat do, or yeah. not in chat like even so uh, a couple weeks ago uh, I got a big raid from FPS Crystal right and obviously a bunch of people came in blew everything up and then ruined our trials card. Ruined our trials. Ruined, yeah, that, that's <laughs> Polar just <laughs> muted, and we were like, "One, luminosity was going down." <laughs> yeah, Lumi was Lumi. I had Lumi on the rope. <laughs> Thanks, Crystal. <laughs> but you know, after the you know the big ruckus and everybody blowing everything up and whatever, a lot of people leave. But then a lot of people stay, whether they're leftover lurkers or whatever. But you know, I'm sitting there with like 80 plus people. And for the most part, no one was saying anything. Um, I did get lucky because finally there was like one or two people that stayed and kind of kept conversation going. But no, yeah, I mean, so it doesn't, it's not even a thing of like, oh, I don't have many viewers. You can have a shit ton of viewers and still not have anybody talking yeah. at all. And uh, for me, it's hard because I don't, because it's two different mindsets. You have a gaming mindset. I want to play this game. I want to win. I want to be. And then you're like, oh, well, I'm also streaming. I need to also be some sort of. Uh, we have an echo for entertainment. Yeah, <laughs> <a little bit. laughs> like entertainment, or not even just entertainment, but uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Engagement. Thank you. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Engage me. Um, yeah, so it's it's uh it's hard, and so like I can't because I'm when I play a game, I'm not. That's coming through your mic, Grog. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when I have, when I'm playing a game, you know, I'm I'm not thinking about chit chatting with anybody. You know, I'm fo- trying to focus on like, uh, let me not try to miss this shot that I'm probably gonna miss anyway, but. So that whole long thing to say, I don't really have an answer because I don't, I'd struggle with it. So well, we all do. Um, it's, it's something yeah, that everyone I mean, it's, faces. It's a, it's a hard thing to do. And I mean, there's people that point out, they're like, ah, just, you know, talk about what you're doing. Um, which, I just got killed. Uh, yeah. It, and <laughs> that's, that's the thing. So it's like, it's, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm walking. I'm going to peek around this corner. For me, it just sounds cheesy and dorky. I don't know. And so it's like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, I personally <laughs> think this is quite an easy question to like answer. All right. Well, go. Oh, yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you, buddy. <laughs> I think one of the main things that you go to YouTube for is to consume content, and and the, there is that there's no interaction between the the YouTuber and the the people actually viewing that video at that very specific moment in time. So people translating that into streaming you react to the content that you've got in front of you if you haven't got any chatters you need to react to the the thing that's happening in front of you and if you can talk about the game that you're playing talk about the strats and then if somebody then starts speaking to you 
you can then move on to that content and, and engage everything. One thing that I feel a lot of people do is complete dead silence. Or if they've got yeah. people that are in the um, Discord at the time, they'll chat to them, but they won't actually talk about the physical game. I think once you can flip it on its head and then focus on the game that you're playing, whether it be just talking about the gun that you're using, the real, the like the recoil patterns, and then if somebody asks you a question about it, you you don't even need to focus on chat. If you look at Tim the Tapman, if you look at Doctor Lupo, they rarely look at chat. <clears throat> And they also have shit blown up constantly. <laughs> That's why it's hard. Like, yeah. their chat, their chat moves at a different speed yeah. than mine does. Yeah, <laughs> true. But it, but it, at that same time, they they manage to allow their content to become what they're actually physically doing, and people tune into them not because chat scrolling and you can't read it, but it's right. because they're actually engaging with their audience where they're actually physically talking to them they're talking about the game they're talking about their feelings their emotions towards the games what they're doing strategies all that kind of stuff i think it's once you switch like being able to produce content on stream that doesn't incorporate your viewers you can then pay so much more attention to them because you're not focusing on oh no one's talked but you're enjoying the stream. You're enjoying talking about everything that you're doing. I think that's that's one of the most crucial things that you can do is enjoy what you're doing and talk about it. You don't have to yeah. focus on everything. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, at the end of the day, it's about engagement. Like, sometimes, like, for example, I'd like to point to Kibbles. Kibbles is, like, very loud and bombastic and, like, in a good yeah, way. Very quiet, um, <laughs> but, but one thing i notice is that i i can tune in to his, to his channel sometimes and instead of like he's never just stone-faced you know just like playing the game even when if he's not saying anything you can tell he's really into the game like he's just he's just smiling i've tuned into some streamers where maybe they engage chat a little bit maybe they narrate a little bit but they just look like they couldn't fucking be bothered to like really be into the thing that they're doing and yep. it's like that kind of shows like you could watch somebody do the most mundane thing, and if they're loving it, it can be a joy just to sh watch somebody enjoy something. Mm. Um, I think uh, Haj raised a question further up that was getting past viewer threshold. And, like, you know, I guess that kind of touches a little bit on, like, what Cyber mentioned, which is, you know, I mean, if you have a very low viewer threshold, as as a lot of us do, like, you you need to probably think more about well how do i appear engaging how do i not just in the act of playing the game but like you know um, how do i engage the chat i've had a funny predicament where and then there's people like lupo and tim the Tatman and, and whoever doc you know who like have thousands of people watching there's no way you could keep up on it because it's just scrolling a mile a minute <clears throat> the the thing that i've struggled with recently which was kind of a very weird sensation was people in chat not trying to converse with me but actually conversing with each other and i was like wait am i supposed to should i mm -hmm. are they oh they're just asking <laughs> each other a thing and like and not knowing <clears throat> when like when that's their time you know their conversation and letting them have that conversation um and then when i should be a part of it and when i should just focus on the game um that's just kind of a a, a weird thing for me because i've just noticed that there's now people before i was always struggling to get people to engage me period and then now people are engaging each other and i'm kind of like oh this is 
Now, nice. I don't actually have to look at chat. Like, I can, <laughs> I can actually just play. I don't have to worry because they're doing their own thing and they're having their own dialogue. And that can run parallel to the game. Um, or it can be completely tangential. And they were talking about, like, I don't know, their favorite barbecue sauce or some shit. And it's just like, okay, cool. We're playing Warzone. Talk about barbecue. Like, <laughs> I love that. That's, a, that's my favorite part when stuff happens, like when it is not game related. Because, like, I yeah. mean, especially when you play a, the same game. I mean, we, we all pretty much play Destiny. I mean, obviously, we got other different things going on, especially with Jimbo being all variety and stuff. Whatever, Jimbo. You <laughs> did. <laughs> 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 but it's 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 like no one everyone that's in there like there's i don't know i don't experience too many like oh wow what's this game <laughs> you know like people popping in like haven't seen this before you know you'd have to be scrolling pretty far down on the twitch list to find a game <laughs> to find destiny if you're like never heard of it before you yeah. know what i mean so it's like it, it's hard to be like oh man here let's let's try thorn out a bit heard this gun's pretty i don't know so, so I, I like it when people are like barbecue sauces. I'm like, yeah, I can get behind that. You want to talk about some sous vide? I'll talk about some sous vide. You know what By I mean? The way, like, Carolina barbecue sauce is the superior one. So. <laughs> no comment. I will say though that like <laughs> po Polar touches on something that's also really important that it allows people to have a window into you that isn't the game. Yeah. Like if you mention something, you're just like, oh yeah, yeah, you know, blah blah blah, and then you mention something about cars or you mentioned something about sports you mentioned something about art or literature or music or movies or whatever then people start to see a bigger picture of you than just oh it's this person in front of this green screen or it's this person with this kind of like overlay like theme you know they they you stop being so one-dimensional as when you think of this person i only think of you know destiny or i only think of valorant or i only think of minecraft or whatever it may be you start to become a bigger entity and they want to engage you in different ways which can be exciting because we are all multifaceted people we all contain multitudes there are things that move and drive us outside of just playing a video game um and i think that's a really great thing it it's it, it would be strange if people didn't know you and they dropped into chat and there's no one talking. There's no conversation happening. You're just like, yeah, so I was folding my laundry the other day and you're like playing Doom and like just, you know, ripping and shredding your way through aliens. And that might be a thing that keeps people hanging on and people are like, what the fuck is this person on about? Um, I, I would definitely agree to that point that, uh, and to kind of like t touch on what Polar said is, the, the biggest part of, or biggest bane of a streamer's life, I think is a dead chat. And like, uh, and it, it's like as much as you can throw out questions and throw out different things, there's still going to be that point where uh, that if you're a smaller streamer, that there's going to be no one talking. And that's where it's just, that's the most frustrating because when you're just so interaction orientated, um, that can get you down. The way that I have been able to handle it is by moving away from destiny because I'd ran out of things to talk about because I'd, I've slowly, as the months have gone on, I've slowly started to divulge into well, what's wrong with destiny. How can we fix it? And when you've said that 20 times, every stream, yep. every half an hour, you're just like, okay, I need to stimulate my brain in a different way. Yeah. So that's why like having Warzone or, having Valorant or having another game to play stimulates your brain for streaming because Condi 
has been playing Warzone, and when I've been watching him, there's there's interaction from everybody. When when people are playing Trials, it's kind of like, well, Trials suck. Damn it. Oh, it's Trials. Ah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I <laughs> lost again. Oh yeah, reset the card again, and then it's just it becomes like a repetitive cycle, and it's down to you to just like take a step back and kind of go, well, what can I do to engage people that is positive and fun, that isn't talking about the game? If you can get to get if that what you said, Grog, if you can get people to talk to you about something that isn't the game, you've won as a streamer because you've got them to engage in you and then if you can engage them with you they will stay for whatever even if it's for yeah. an hour they come to your stream for an hour every day they'll they'll engage with you not the game not mm -hmm. oh hey can you uh exclamation point drops uh, <laughs> uh, uh raffle carry me please right rather than just hey barbecue sauce is pretty Pecking good, man. Like, yeah, because <laughs> like you said, then you, you start to <clears throat> ferment a relationship that will allow you to transcend one franchise. You know, you can you can move between games because people are coming back for you. They're coming back for the community. I think Condi has done a remarkable job cultivating the community. One, in part because he has a really captivating personality. He's just a very funny oh, dude. Punching bag. Uh, <laughs> punching I'm, bag. I'm, you're the end of this shit. Now. I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what I mean to say is Condi Googles a lot of jokes. No, I, I think that like people, people come to different streams for different reasons. And I think for me, like what, what made me stop by his and what made me stay was just that everyone like the chat was super engaged there's so many um it's it's almost like really telling when you see a start streaming chat that's just like it's just the intro music and then just like a blank overlay and just saying like starting in five minutes and there'll be either no one talking or lots of people talking and condi's immediately people are like am i first am i first did i get here first like that's Whoever that streamer may be, it, you know, it need not be him, but like anybody at all, like that, that is ideally the thing that if you can work towards building a community, if you can work towards having a, a level of interaction that isn't just, um, please fall out plays, tell me if this is just shotgun real good. Because that person, like Jimbo said, that person is coming with a question, seeking an answer. They get the answer, and they're like, okay, that role's good. And then they go off and they play their game. Some people just may not stay. But if you give them something more, um, that really is the thread that will maybe carry them across multiple games as you move between material, you know, if you are looking to do variety. What I... <clears throat> this is actually perfect, right? Because the other topic we wanted to discuss today was... Uh, like viewer retention, keeping a community engaged, keeping your audience engaged, and um, particularly as well, Polar brought up the fact that he got like a large raid recently. <clears throat> Raids as a whole, and you know, obviously the idea of a raid, you get maybe an influx of people into your channel, and in my experience, a lot of the time there's a very sharp drop off with those viewers. You know, they come in, spam their emotes, raid, uh, hype, you know, excitement, and then there's a big drop off. Right? I, I understand it. I'm guilty of it too when I raid a channel or if i'm hanging out with someone and they raid i'll stick around for a bit but i was there to watch kibbles and when he raised polar i'm like yeah that's just eh, later right? <laughs> <laughs> like, but then the topic like around <clears throat> how to keep those viewers engaged how to get that attention that makes somebody want to stick to your channel right 
and I think with raids, a lot of it is on the actual the onus of the person who's raiding because if I'm streaming Destiny and then I go and raid somebody who's playing Pokemon, I can't necessarily expect there to be a huge crossover where my community are interested in that. So a lot of the time, if I'm looking for, okay, I want to raid and like support this person, it helps if they're playing a similar game, right? That there might be yeah. some crossover in attention. Um, but recently somebody had asked me about, you know, what can I do when I receive a raid to keep that attention? on me and i i'm no expert in this i'm hoping that you guys have got some answers some things of maybe what you do if you do receive a raid i mean there's been a couple of times where i've received large raids where it's like deer in headlights i don't know what i'm doing i can't focus on the game you know and it, like i make a terrible first impression just awful right <laughs> and you know people are like this guy's kind of weird he, like he's he doesn't seem to speak english anymore like i don't know what's <laughs> happening you know um i think the key thing to remember particularly if you have got like a dead chat happens to all of us right all of us started streaming with zero viewers it happens to me still constantly right i have days where it's very great and chat's moving and it's wonderful but then i have days where there's just nothing going on right the the key thing to remember is that people are lurking lurkers are the lifeblood of twitch uh i've had in the past a couple of times where there's been a sort of a light bulb moment when somebody will say hey i've been lurking in chat for a couple of weeks i've really enjoyed it this is my first time actually chatting and that's like that moment where i'm like people are here just watching and they're not they don't want to talk maybe they're anxious or shy or they don't want to you know they're they're busy but they're watching the content and like i say there has been a couple of times where that exact thing has happened where somebody new has appeared and joined chat but it's taken them a couple of weeks to get into it remember that that even if no one's talking people there's a very good chance somebody's watching and you need to be engaging uh if somebody clicks into your channel you've got 10 seconds before they're gone so be talking be active um and just remember that there's always a potential if you're live there's always a potential to engage someone and all you have to do is say the right thing that they go hey i also like barbecue sauce i'm going to talk about this right and i love how we're using it's, yeah. through it's I, I think this is a great this. analogy i love it like the zero so, strategy barbecue sauce right that's I'm, it, I'm on it. Oh, branding <laughs> yes the uh the, the secret the secret that i have which i've always said is, is something that i try and do is i will just say something outrageous like i'll i'll make a claim i'll say okay guys i may have went like a 0.3 kd that last game this game I'm, I'm popping off this game i'm doing this like i'm gonna get an ace in this game <laughs> or you know i'm gonna get four kills with this noble bomb sometimes you know like the the, the it, it can be anything right food talk about food people love talking about food you have no idea how much shit i've got because i don't like mint chocolate right and it's a meme oh now it's such a thing and you know if chat's quiet i can just be like hey so how about mint chocolate right sucks doesn't it people are immediately they're like hang on a second get let me get my keyboard you that know scottish jerry seinfeld <laughs> like but the, the, the it's it's engagement right you you can say something like that and maybe somebody that is lurking they're not sure maybe they just popped into the channel they're gonna feel like they want to comment they're gonna want to get involved and that's sometimes all it takes you get one person talking in chat you build that connection like grog was saying if your community are there and they're talking amongst themselves and just welcome that person in then you might have just secured a new community member that wants to watch your stream you know it's hard yes when there's nobody in chat there's nobody talking but just remember that there's always a chance anything can happen on twitch at any moment so make sure you are 
being engaging you're talking even if no one's talking back have a list of things and just talk about them movies music food anything right people will will want to engage with something eventually um does anyone else have any kind of experience like with receiving a raid or a host or something do you have a uh, like a an elevator pitch for your stream that you kind of say when you get a raid. You know what what's your guys' approach to that? Hmm. Don't all jump in at once. I mean, one one thing I'll say is like if if you're being raided by someone who you're maybe not familiar with in terms of like you, you don't you don't speak to them on Discord or you, you're not like in their voice chat or something, but like you know of them, you know of their presence. Like just try and I mean, if you can just do that thing where you just sort of file a little bit away about each person. It's just like, I, I got raided by so-and-so, you know, you could wait for Nightbot to say, uh, so-and-so was last playing this game. And you could say, oh, how was the stream? How did blank go? And that's a really easy way to, to engage. But if you remember something about them specifically, like um, uh, the Connie, the Connie raided me a little while ago and he has this whole joke that he kind of like, you know keeps running on about like elo and like farming elo and stonks and like you know you just be like yeah how, how's the stonk portfolio today and like that's one it immediately engages the streamer um and it also immediately engages their fan base so if it is someone you're familiar with kind of know what they're about and if you kind of can remember just a factoid um it can just kind of become your thing um and it's just be it, it's the same thing you do with friends in real life you have inside jokes um where like you see someone and you just have a nickname for them or you see someone and you have like this kind of thing that you reference and that just becomes a touchstone for both of you like if you can kind of just remember something about the person if you're already familiar with them then you know use that and it it it's it um, is an immediate connection for you and their community i guess if you don't know them i don't really i don't know i feel like other people might have more advice <laughs> well I tend to do is I immediately play like uh, I have like a megalovania slash uh, crab rave uh, thing that plays. And I do a little dance when I get raided, like if it's by <laughs> like quite a few people, uh, and that obviously is the immediate <clears throat> engagement. But the best advice I would give to anybody, any streamer, is that you write down your channel pitch, right? Even if it's Five seconds. Hi, my name's Jimbo. I play video games and look dumb on the internet. Right? <laughs> that doesn't need it. But then as you evolve as a streamer, you can then add more things to it. And then by the time you've described about what you do, that's enough of a time to, for someone to go, do I want to stick around? Yes. How long am I going to stick around for? Depends on if this guy's funny. So like my thing is, Variety cast there play a world of different games. Uh, I have the I'm king of dad jokes, and ultimately like to look like look like an idiot and make have a fun and open, honest community. If that's what people enjoy, perfect. If they stick around, perfect. Right. If they don't, then that's it's it's just that's what it is. Like you sometimes don't mesh with people. But I would definitely definitely recommend that switch on point. So if you get raided, there's some people that will be like, hi, oh, thank you, uh, the Condi Fly, uh, for that host <laughs> of seven people. Like, you'd be like, oh, my God, Condi, let's go. 
seven viewers. Woo! Like, you know, people are instantly <laughs> going to be turned oh, on. Why don't you, Jimbo? Be 110% of your personality. So I take like, the highest point of your personality and then add a 10% on top of it. Yep. Like, that's the best way I would, I'd say to when you get hosted. Uh, because I've been hosted by Chevy. Uh, um, yeah, so I had like 400 people come in. I was like, okay, it's time to talk about nightfalls and stuff really quickly. My heart is going at 700 beats per minute. Let's just try and engage some people and i think i kept about like 60 70 people for the rest of the stream and i was happy and it's the same with with any other game and I, what i'd say to anybody else is just you, you just take your take your energy at that given moment because it's a surprise to you right someone hosting <laughs> you especially if your chat's dead or you're having a bit of a slower stream it's only a couple people talking it's just that that switching on point be, be like it's hard to especially when you've been streaming for like eight hours and then someone comes in and hosts you, you're kind of like, ee? instead yeah. of like, <laughs> like, you know, you're turning up the bass. That's what it feels like. Um, and that's the, the best advice I would give to anybody. Yeah. I think that's Just solid. to kind of touch on uh, what Jimbo was saying, one of the best raids that I have ever seen uh, was a streamer called Hunksterman. And what he did was he superimposed his face on every single orc on one of the lord of the rings uh battle scenes <laughs> and like all uh, i think it was gondor was coming down the hill and it was like here's the raiders coming yeah. and it's like it's really good like he highlights the raider like that is his moment within his stream to highlight the raider and i think it, it perfectly suits what what uh, jimbo was just saying like you need to big the the raider up you don't just go oh thank you right back to the the flawless card it, like you need to like show your appreciation and that's one of the biggest things that i've seen from a streamer like a full i think it was about two minute long video him just being an absolute <laughs> idiot he was dancing the chat had the very specific emote when he was dancing like they would spam the the emotes it's it's just amazing content to try and get involved like he's spamming the the emotes it's just good it's good to highlight the radar exactly and it's that like, energy like, again like not just from the exactly. broadcast but from the chat um having mods as well i think somebody in our chat was saying having mods is huge for that like my mods have a thing where they know if there's a raid then we immediately start doing shout outs for that streamer and like they know to just start spamming that shout out as much as possible because it's like it's just a nice thing to do right like it's just that little nod to be like you know thank you very much for this raid you know let's get our community to go and show some support back again and you know it's just that little extra thing and having the mods there to welcome people and to, especially if you're in the middle of a game you know you're in the middle of a comp match or something like that having those mods there to welcome in the new people and kind of explain it all and, and and show that appreciation on behalf of you is massive as well um any other sort of thoughts on on how you would handle you know viewer retention and and because there's no way that you can bring in you can keep everyone right you're not going to keep 100 percent of of those viewers in that raid um you know what other advantages might there be because oftentimes if it's a, particularly if it's a large raid you might have some lurkers that get dragged over to your channel you know um how can you kind of make uh, take advantage of that like you polar was saying he had some people after that big raid stick around in his chat and they weren't necessarily talking they were just lurking 
but you know um for somebody who's maybe not as experienced with twitch how does that help you having those those people in your channel was that for pro no, that's for, that's for anyone sorry i was using polar as an example but for anyone one i mean one one thing that i would i would want to say maybe to, to sort of bridge um what jimbo was saying and, and kind of the, your question is also too if you're turning up that extra 10 percent, that 10 percent should be you like it shouldn't be a 10 percent that you only put on when the raid happened you know what i mean like yes. it because I guess if you do have lurkers or you do have people who are going to stick around and you're looking to retain them, the rest of that, the rest of whatever comes later after the initial um, raid, um, sort of that glow fades away, the rest still is going to be you. So if you are super low energy or you're super not feeling it, like it's going to also feel really incongruous if you're just like, yeah, fuck it. All right, back to the game. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you can't, you can't like that. It needs to be genuine all the way through. So I don't know. It's like, I don't know. One of my biggest turnoffs for a streamer is when they only get animated and only show their personality when they get rated. See if like, let's say there's five people in chat. We're all kind of having a decent conversation they get rated for I don't know. Let's let's say five thousand people, and then they suddenly get animated. They suddenly get interested in the stream. Uh, it it kind of touches on your point that that like initial burst needs to be your personality from the get go. Otherwise, it just doesn't work. It doesn't translate over to the audience that you've already got. And if I'm lurking in someone's stream and I see how animated they get, not from the community they have currently but because they're trying to retain someone else's community i would nine times out of ten i just leave yeah the the other thing as well is i think like like i was saying earlier about how even if you've got no one there you know a big thing for me i don't look at my viewer numbers while i'm live because it can really affect myself mentally i think like i know if i'm like maybe if i've got more viewers than I'm, I'm used to i might be a little bit more on edge a little bit worried you know like do i have enough mods here what if you know what if this happens what if that happens and at the same hand if i've got less viewers than normal i'm going to be in my own head thinking like am i making good content right now is this bad am i doing something wrong yeah right so i don't look at that as much as possible just i have it hidden don't don't look at it but if you get a raid Right, and particularly if you do get a bunch of lurkers come over to your channel, even once the hype dies down on that raid, you might still have an inflated viewer count, which on Twitch puts you higher up in a directory, which means there's more chance of other people stumbling across your channel, which is even more reason to still be engaging, be talking. It doesn't matter what you're talking about necessarily, just talk. And for the rest of that stream, you've got that little extra bump in, in uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Discoverability right yeah higher chance that somebody else is going to come in and maybe one or two new people will come in that aren't involved in the raid that get to find you and discover you and, and get involved with your your content um and hopefully become community members as well you know so there's always positives to it even if you know the chat's not necessarily moving um you just have to try and find a way to keep engagement because people are watching even if they're not replying um i think that's about us for today i know cyber needs to get going so let's wrap this up here anyone got any final closing thoughts on any of those topics at all no but i think that wolfie brings up a good one that maybe we could roll into like another session which for sure you know could be a table which uh which 
for those listening at home, uh, the question was, what topics do you feel are off topic while you stream other than obvious ones like politics, et cetera? And I think, you know, just dragging that into this for a second, like you gotta be, <laughs> obviously you need to, if that's not what your stream is about, really, you know, moderate how much time you dedicate, you know, to that side thing, you know, but. Yeah, well, that's, I think that's definitely a good topic for another day. We could pick that up. We will, I will add it to the list. Uh, hopefully remember uh yeah we'll, we'll quickly go around and sign off everybody um cyber we'll, we'll, we'll keep here uh <laughs> first of all cyber you want to shut yourself out plug anything that you've got going on uh let us know where people can find you so all social medias and twitch it is the cyber project um i'm going to be streaming on tuesday thursdays and sundays next week's going to be a little bit different because mary's working so i will be streaming early on mondays tuesdays and thursdays sick Thank you very much. Uh, Grog, shout yourself out. Plug anything you want to plug. Hey, uh, name's Grog, and I'm going to be doing Warzone later this afternoon with Condi, Wolfie, and Kibbles. Um, yeah. I've been playing a lot of Warzone lately. Um, I know Special Effects, who's been in chat, uh, I promised to do Apex sometime today or this evening. <laughs> so um, I haven't forgotten. Um, but yeah, uh, recently I've just been kind of doing those two games. Um, I haven't really been putting out any videos lately i'm working to correct that um but right now uh either gamer grog on twitter or just underscore grog on twitch cool thank you very much kibbles do the thing i'm doing the thing hey 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 i'm doing the thing okay uh i stream seven days a week uh <laughs> most of the day on monday through friday and then do early streams on saturday sunday Sounds like my wife is working on Saturdays now, so that might be an all-day stream kind of thing. Woo! And I'm dedicating more time to videos now, so I can put some videos out on YouTube, because it's been like two months. <clears throat> nice. But uh, you can find me at The Mighty Kibbles on everything except for Twitter, which is Duh Mighty Kibbles, because thanks, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And uh, Polar. Hey, I'm Polar. You can find me on, you can find me on Twitch, Polar underscore J. Twitter polar underscore j but instead of an o it's a zero why because twitch you know <laughs> <laughs> or twitter whatever you know what i'm saying um monday wednesday fridays uh next week i'm on nights so i don't know how that's gonna i haven't figured i've bounced back and forth what i'm gonna what i do on nights but it is what it is all right awesome and uh jimbo our our special guest of the of the day hi name's jimba thank you very much for having me guys it's been a, a pleasure i would love to do this more regularly if i wasn't working uh, <laughs> on a saturday and a sunday uh if you want to find me on uh, all platforms it's jimbo with a z uh j uh, j1 mb0 because americans yeah z z <laughs> z z wherever it is uh i stream monday to friday uh at 4 p.m gmt um, I don't know what that is for you American viewers, <laughs> uh, but I uh, I will be playing. Uh, I've got Resident Evil Three coming up, uh, some Gears Tactics, Sea of Thieves, uh, and maybe some Darkest Dungeon, uh, with a, maybe a bit of Destiny here and there. Uh, and then on top of that, I post daily slash bi daily on uh, YouTube and do a lot of hot takes on Twitter. So <laughs> yeah, come come check them out. But yeah, appreciate it, guys. Thank you, for, on. thank you for coming on it was a it was a pleasure uh my name's condy fly you can find me on twitch condy fly youtube is the same twitter is condy fly with an extra y because as we 
as we already confirmed, <laughs> Twitter is Twitter. Um, real quick, I'm going to plug. I have a video coming out in 45 minutes. It's scheduled, all <gasps> professional. I, I, like, I'm really excited about this video. It's quite different, um, and uh, I hope people get a kick out of it. So make sure and check that out. Uh, it's going to be live very soon after the podcast ends. Um, I also want to say... Um, Thank you for all the follows for in the live stream on the podcast today. We really appreciate it. Um, and we hope people listening may have got uh, something out of this. Uh, we are going to try and catch up with YouTube. The podcasts are on Spotify. If you're listening on YouTube or Spotify, we'd also do this live on Twitch, uh, which is twitch.tv slash zero strategy podcast. And also we're on Twitter at zero strategy pod as well. So do make sure to check that out. I would love to get to a point where we can do some more Q&A with the you know, viewers, whether that's through Twitter or through the live stream. Um, I would love to be able to do that. So uh, make sure you follow all these gentlemen here. Uh, come check out the, the, the show live if you can. Um, and we'll be back next week, I believe. Uh, I, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I think we have Java back next week. So Holy I know, shit. right? I've missed him. So uh, stick around for that. If you are watching in the live stream right now, we are going to go drop a raid on someone and absolutely hopefully make their day. So stick around for that. We're going to end the stream here. Uh, thank you for everything. See you guys later. Bye.